Welcome, everybody, to the KIRP Radio Show. I'm your host, Pete Miller, Pudgy Miller. You guys know how we do it, man, at NC Pudgy on Twitter. Uh, you can find me all over the place. I try to do things universally. Is that a word, universally? It's not? All right. I try to do things all over the place. How about that? Anyway, welcome, everybody. Welcome to all my newcomers out there. It feels good to be back on the air. <clears throat> Excuse me. With these headphones on my ears and this hoodie on my head. It's cold in here, man. Jeez. Anyway, feels good to be back on the air and to have my regular voice back. And, uh, you know, I like to hear myself. I like to hear my real voice without being hoarse or, you know, from yelling at children on the football field and in the basketball field and training sessions and in the house and in the backyard and all over the place. I'm a yeller. For anybody out there who does not understand me and who has never heard the show before who has or who has never seen me in action before, I'm a yeller, man. I yell. I yell a lot. And it feels good. Shout out to all my yellers out there. Let me just let me just put that out there real quick because here's a, here's one of my theories. I've said it before on the show. People who have listened to the show before or, you know, folks who come through that always show us love, that understands what this show is about, that, that knows that this show is more about community and being a voice for all people uh, versus just some people or a certain uh, type or group of people. But, you know, folks who listen to the show have heard me uh, give this theory out before or, or offer this theory. And I always say to people who suffer from depression, and, and this is real rap. Like this, this is real talk. This is not something made up. This is not a uh, 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 one of these fake radio things. This is this is real truth, raw. And trying to give it to you guys just the way that it is. I always offer it to people who suffer from de- depression, or or people who uh, I don't know who, who has ulcers. A couple of people that I know whom have had ulcers that are not always related to stress. But I always ask. You know, are you stressed out? Did you get this ulcer from being stressed out? Be honest with yourself. Be honest with the situation. Be honest with everything. So I always tell people uh, who have ulcers or who have depression problems or anxiety problems, I always offer screaming, right? It's simple. I always offer screaming. I always tell people it's okay to scream. It's okay to grab a pillow, pisses you off, or someone makes you mad, grab a pillow, and 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 when you grab that pillow, scream as loud as you can into it. You got a pillow? Can I get a pillow? Just go, ah! It feels good. So when I'm on a football field and I'm coaching your kids or, or I'm mentoring kids or when I'm outside and I'm outdoors and I'm helping people I'm, or, or training people or coaching people, I am a screamer. And my parents love it because I'm always screaming. See, here's the catch part of this, right? Here's the catch 22. I'm not screaming profanity. I'm not profane with it. I'm not screaming the derogatory comments or or, or, or explanatories or, or nothing like that. I'm not screaming crazy stuff. At least I don't feel like it's crazy, right? And I'm not screaming negative things, not all the time. But a lot of the times I'm screaming positive things. Good job. Way to go. Hey, that's how you do it. You know, that's how you get it in. Because my theory is you got to, if you're, if you're the type of person who, like me, is aggressive in nature with some of the things that I do, you know, I understand sometimes I can't be aggressive in things that I do, but a lot of the times I am. So if you're someone like me, you have to have balance. And in order to have balance, you have to know who you are. Okay. You have to understand the positives and the negatives about who you are. And you just got to give it to people raw. So I scream and I yell and I, and I, you know, I show a lot of love and I tell people the truth about themselves and I accept the truth back to me even if I debate it, but I accept it for what it is, even if folks are yelling at me. It is what it is. So folks don't like yelling. I'm I'm sorry. It's just too bad. If you don't like yelling, you're listening to the wrong show, but this one is the KIRP radio show, and you guys are B-I-G in my book for coming through. I thank God for me having my voice back, man, and it's all love, and I celebrate the small things. You guys know on this show we definitely celebrate, celebrate, excuse me, the small things, and, uh, you know, we're thankful for some of these small things, man. But anyway, let me move uh, along 
a little bit because there's some things that we're going to talk about tonight or some things that I'm going to talk about tonight. And I will take callers uh, 619-638-8559. Hit the number one if you have a comment. Uh, I want to know how you feel about freedom of speech. Um, Camden, North Carolina, let me just get into it, right? Camden, North Carolina, there's a teacher uh, who simply said whether she was talking in the third person, maybe she was talking, uh, speaking in general, or, or maybe they were talking about what ifs, you know, hypothetically speaking, not, not speaking literally. But uh, the fact remains that there's a teacher in Camden, North Carolina, who made some, some, uh, some very, well, some people say some very hateful comments or some very harsh comments. And uh, she was suspended by her comments for her actions. She was suspended with pay. And uh, from what I understand right now, she is, uh, she's back working. Okay, I can't confirm that. I've been looking. I, I cannot confirm that if she is actually back on the job or not. But I can tell you that this lady said some very harsh things uh, in her high school, Camden High. Uh, this teacher, uh, Cynthia Ramsey, math teacher at, at North Carolina's Camden uh, County High School, was suspended with pay uh, after allegedly, let me just put that out there first. Okay, I got to say allegedly. Uh, after allegedly making extremely racist remarks in front of multiple students. Okay. She conveyed to uh, 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 some people uh, that if she only had 10 days to live, that she would kill all black people. Just want to make sure y'all heard me right. If she only had 10 days to live, she would kill all black people. This is a teacher. Okay. This is a, a, a math teacher. Uh, she's a math leader. Uh, she has a math group and a math team, and they go around in different places, and they represent Camden High School and Camden County. So in some respect, outside of her being a teacher, well, not even outside, because a teacher is also a community leader as well, but outside of that, she's going to represent the county, the state probably in, in, in some form or fashion, and that high school and the students and the teachers and the parents that belong to that high school or that organization, if you will. And this is the type of individual making comments like, if I had 10 days to live, I would kill all black people. Now, I understand, <laughs> I, I, I understand freedom of speech. Let me just put that out there. I understand what freedom of speech is, okay? I understand the price that many have paid uh, for us to have the rights to speak freely. I understand that. But I can't help but to think that majority of us who celebrate that right and who loves that right I can't help but to think there's a lot of us out here who know that we have to be responsible with that right. Especially being an educator in anybody's public school system. You have to be responsible with that freedom of speech and those rights that we have. But here's the most important thing. And also, I would say one of the crazy things about this whole situation this woman hates black people. <laughs> Let's just put it out there, right? We don't have to make this. See, I'm, I'm not one of those people. You guys know I'm conservative, man. It is what it is. You, you know what I am, and I don't hide the fact, and I celebrate the fact that I'm a black conservative, proud black conservative, and I've been conservative since using reusing paper bags for trash. I was growing up with those principles. I have those principles. I share those principles with my children. I teach those principles. I go around this nation and I and celebrate those principles because, frankly, I believe that they work for in and everybody. I know that these principles work. I know if they are 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 used and and implemented into uh, a society of responsible people, I know that they are a failsafe uh, 
for our educational system, our society in general. I understand that. I don't. I don't. I don't hide that. But I'm so. I'm not one of those people. And I said all that just to just to put it out there. I'm not. So I'm just not one of those individuals who go around always talking about what the white man want to let me do, you know, what the white man is holding us down and how the white man has his boot in my neck. I'm not one of those people, so I'm not even going there with it. But the truth of the matter is, okay, this woman hates black people. You don't need to make anything up for this. You know, we don't we don't have to go there. We don't have to push the agenda. We don't have to push the envelope. This teacher who was suspended with pay, okay, uh, said if she had 10 days to live, she would kill all the black people. These are her words. Those type of words, okay, and, and, and allegedly, let me, I'll put that out there again. I see people on the blog saying, ah, right, it was allegedly, she may not have said that. All right, whatever, all right? But uh, allegedly said, I would kill all black people. I'll kill all the black people that I could. This is a person that hates. There's no hiding that. When the Black Panther Party of the day, and I'm not comparing apples to apples or oranges. I'm just throwing it out there. All right. I'm just throwing it out there because it is what it is, whether we like it or not. 619-638-8559. Hit number one if you got a comment. Listen, we don't have to make up anything for people who speak exactly how they feel. We don't have to push the agenda. We don't have to push an envelope. When someone says something that blatant and that disrespectful, we know that this type of person hates those that they're opposing. If your child says, mom, I don't like bananas. I hate bananas. I wish I could never see a banana again in my life. You would look at your child and say, okay, well, you're going to eat them anyway. But you would understand in your mind, well, most of us parents would do that, but you would understand in your mind that that child does not like bananas. That child does not like what they're speaking out about. That child does not like this right here that you're trying to offer them. They don't like it. So take this teacher who had to be really comfortable and, 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 and really uh, uh, calm, cool, and collected in her comfort zone because apparently speaking these type of words in front of a classroom, and let's paint the picture. And let's just call it what it is. This is the coast, uh, the coastal region of, of North Carolina. Okay. And Camden County, I, from what I read, I, I think the school was 7% uh, uh, black. Okay. Had 7% black students. So I'm looking in my, in my mind, I paint the picture and I'm looking into this thing and I go, you know, she was very comfortable around other white kids to be able to say something that hate-filled. She had to be very comfortable, and she must have thought that they understood where she was coming from. They get it. They get her. They think like she does. They believe like she does. So, first of all, shout-out to the parent who called her out, or shout-out to the student who called her out, who, who apparently didn't feel the way that she felt, okay? But it, it, you, you got you to gotta dig deeper into the mind of people who talk like this because apparently there's a culture in that area or maybe there's a culture in that school who all have, have, have maybe said things similar. Okay. Or maybe it's a, an understood thing that we feel this way. Okay. So it's okay to say, it's cool to say, because this is a grown woman. This is not a child who will go off on a rant and, say all sorts of things that they don't mean and you know a child grows up and they regret a lot we as, as children we've done a lot of things and we've grown up to be grown and we look back on those things and we reflect and we go oh my god how could i be so stupid right how could i think that way that was just plain stupid i can't believe i did that i can't believe i acted like that and that's a part of evolution that's the part of the evolution of growing and growing up and being responsible adults that's what we do. But this was a grown woman. This is a grown educator, someone that students, children look up to. Someone that parents go to, someone that the school felt was, was, was more than uh, uh, able 
to represent them abroad, you know, outside of their community, in other places, in other states, in other counties. So here's this representative of this Camden High School in North Carolina saying that if she had 10 days to live, she would kill all black people. Now, the response to such horrible, uh, horrible words, okay, the, the, the response to that was to suspend this lady with pay. And from what I understand, and I can't confirm this part, and bring her back into the school, among other impressionable minds, young impressionable minds, and allow her to again, whether allowed or in secret, spew her hate and her hatred amongst those, amongst those young impressionable minds. And I think that's the most important thing. I, I think that's the most urgent thing that we should be paying, for, paying attention to because they clearly dropped the ball, if you ask me. The ball was clearly dropped. So from where we sit, the school board apparently is going to have a meeting November 3rd or 4th or 5th, what, sometime next week, sometime this week, excuse me. They're going to have a meeting about it, and they're going to, I guess they're going to delegate and they're going to vote on, or excuse me, deliberate, and I guess they're going to vote on whether they should keep this lady on or not. So you, y'all know my mind, man. Y'all know how I do it. You know, I call myself the real fair and balanced. So I'm wondering, yeah, shout out to Fox, even though I don't, you know, I don't do a lot of the Fox or CNNs or MSNBCs and all that. But anyway, uh, I couldn't help but wonder if this was a Muslim. Okay. Let me just turn the tables a little bit. If this was a Muslim in America and, and, and that Muslim was a teacher in this same Camden high school. Okay. And if that Muslim teacher would have said, if I had 10 days to live, I would kill all Christians. What would happen? Or let me throw another monkey wrench in the game. Hold on. I'm not done yet. If this was uh, a conservative black teacher such as myself, okay? And what if I would have said, Aloud in class, with all young impressionable ears. What if I would have said, if I had ten days to live, I would go on a hunt down and kill all white people or all Democrats or all liberals. You know, what in the what would be happening? The whole nation would be covering this story. And last but not least, let me get to my paper. Y'all bear with me for a second. I just I got to get to this right here, because to me, for what we see in America right now, for the, the, the way that society is going and the way that society is is, is leaning and and everything's about fairness and and, and 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 it must be balanced and everything has to be fair between this person and that person and they should have equal what I have despite if they work for it or not. So what if especially in North Carolina what if there was a teacher who cried out in their class in the same way that this teacher cried out or expressed themselves in their class what if there was a teacher that said if I had 10 days to live I would kill every gay person in sight. I would kill every gay person in sight. No! Exactly. That's what would happen. You know what? That person would get gunned down with the big gun. 
Absolutely. It, it would be a machine gun, throw him into the fire pit, hang him at high noon. The news would be covering it. Uh, uh, the sports channel would, channels would be covering it. You know, everybody would be talking about this teacher who said they're going to kill all gay people. I think that would be the biggest story in the nation. Absolutely the biggest story in the nation. And, 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 and every uh, entertainment show would pick it up. Every talk show would pick it up. The CNNs, the Foxes, the, the MSNBCs, you know, Al Sharpton and, and crew would be there. And they'd be marching in. And, and the NAACP would be there. And, 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 and the Rainbow Coalition and the Rainbow Crew and the, the Sissy Crew. And everybody would be there. I know you don't like me using the word Sissy, but too bad. It's a real word and it does exist. Everybody would be there and people would be protesting and marching and more Monday, Tuesday through Fridays about it. And it would be the biggest thing since sliced bread. See, here's what I realized with my Republican voting conservative ass. Here's what I realized. And a lot of my conservative friends won't like this, but you can kiss my ass because it's the truth. Usually... When there's a justified action against against black people, no one says anything. No one says anything. No one. Okay? Nobody would say a damn thing when there's a justifiable negative action towards the black race or black people. No one says anything, and the news cycle only lasts about, uh, that long. And that's the truth of the matter in America. See, and here's where I'll get in trouble with my my, my, my black Democratic friends, I'm sure. I'll get in trouble with y'all right here, too. But that's too bad. Y'all can kiss my ass, too. Okay? Now, I know it to be true. Because, oh, see, hold on one second before I say this. See, y'all thought I was going to come on and talk about that Camden teacher all day. No, 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 You got to twist up. Wrong show. Wrong show. The truth of the matter is I realize that folks don't pay attention to, to, to when there's uh, negative things or negative actions that are, that are justifiable that we can see with our own eyes that we don't have to push an envelope on that takes all the guesswork out. I can see why it doesn't matter. Because black lives aren't valued in black freaking communities themselves. And black lives aren't valued by black people themselves as a whole. We don't even call ourselves on our bullshit. And that's the problem right now. So you can forget about any other community or any other people or any other news shows or any other uh, entertainers. Speaking about issues that happen from people that are not black to black people because we don't value our people ourselves. We don't value our neighborhoods ourselves. I know for a fact, and I wrote, a, I wrote an article on this. You guys go hiphopconservative.wordpress.com, uh, uh, whatever. WordPress, hip-hop conservative. That's me. Look it up. I wrote an article on this because I was really thinking about it, and I always hear uh, 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 a lot of black conservatives Oh, and I'm not, this is not a pick on the black conservative show I'm just talking about my damn circle So live with it But listen I have a lot of conservative friends that happen to be black <laughs> Okay We have common interests and, and, and we talk about these things And we share these things And God knows we don't hate each other And God knows we don't hate black people We don't hate black things But sometimes you gotta call it like it is And I call it like I damn it see it Okay and, and, and what I see is, even though I'm talking about how we don't value each other tonight and how we don't value our neighborhoods tonight, I also see a large quantity of black people who happen to be Republican or happen to be conservative. Oh, I switched the tables on you again, didn't I? Too bad. Here we go. Now, I'm so sick and tired of black people who happen to understand what's going on in politics, okay, and what's happening in the world outside of what Jay-Z and B is doing, 
And that ain't stereotypical. It's just what the truth is because those are the news cycles that we commonly get. Where Jay-Z is and where Beyonce is a lot of the times. Or, or, or we're always getting a story about what somebody's done to some black child and then when the truth comes, it's not always what it seems like. Okay? For good or bad. It's amazing to me that every time I go on social media or every time I pick up a conservative blog that's written by a black person or newspaper or website, and I'm not talking about all of you guys and I'm not grouping anybody, but a lot of the times when I go on these blogs and I'm, and I'm reading these comments and these, these Facebook pages and, excuse me, these Twitter pages and, 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 and all this stuff out here, right? And I do a lot of reading. But I always see a large degree, a large percent of black conservatives who do nothing but talk about racism as if it's, as if it's not real. And then you always get, well, we shouldn't be worried about racism in 2014. I'm like, what's really going on? You, it's always, it seems like there's a degree of black folks who are going to only talk about what white people do to black people, right? They're not going to pay attention to what's going on around the corner on their own street with what black person did to another black person a lot of the times. Not every time, but a lot of the times that just happened to slip by, <laughs> you know? Um, but what I always see is the black folks who happen to know what's going on, politically speaking, always saying that we shouldn't be talking about race issues. However, they always find the time to bash the black community for what the black community doesn't do. Now I'll switch the table on you guys four or five times already tonight. Okay. And I don't feel any way for certain. I only know that there are some truths. I do know this. Right. To a large degree of black folks out there who, again, happen to be conservative and vote Republican or has Republican principles and happen to be conservative or whatever you want to call it or middle of the road. Call it what you want. OK. OK. Center right. Whatever. I always happen to notice. That people say. Well, if black people were more active in black communities, the communities would be better. That's what they get. They don't do this. They don't do that. They don't do this. They don't do that. But a lot of the times, these are the black people where you can't find their ass around in any of the communities to understand what's really going on. Because, see, the positive impacts and the positive community meetings and, and to sit around the kitchen table and let's talk this out, you know, those things aren't publicized. Those are good news cycles. I mean, I can see it today. Read the headlines. Exclusive. Black communities come together to meet in Miss Flora's kitchen to talk about what they're going to do about people hanging on their street after 10 o'clock at night, right? That's not a good news cycle. Nobody's reporting that. Nobody cares about that outside of the people who are participating or who got the memo that, hey, we're going to be meeting at Miss Flora's house. Shout out to the Miss Flora's out there in the world. So while I understand what's going on in the hearts and the minds of a lot of people, and while I, I'm also one of those people who, who, who highly criticize what's happening in the black community, I also see a large degree of people who are talking about what's happening in the black community but aren't participating or anywhere close to see what's going on, and they could care less too because what they get off on is being popular the popular black person that could talk about the negatives of black people and get a lot of love. <laughs> you know, that's what I see. And, and I can't help but to say that's what I see because it's just truth. It's just reality. I'm one of those people who are going to talk about it. Okay. I'm going to share it for whatever reason. Okay. But my ass is going to participate too. I'm going to reach my ass, my hand down in that community and say, you know what? Here's what I know. Even if I'm highly criticized about it, I could care less because if you're really doing it for the real cause and the real truth that you say you're doing it for, it doesn't matter who criticizes you. It doesn't matter who doesn't like you because of it. It doesn't matter if they call you crazy or Uncle Tom or all this other BS that people like to call black conservatives. It doesn't matter 
what they think of you and how they act towards you if you're really doing what you say you're doing, if it's really a God's mission, if it's really a love's mission, and you really care about what's going on in the community that you claim to represent and that you love so damn much. It doesn't matter how people look at you, what they say about you, what they think about you, and how they act towards you, because you're doing it for a just You're doing it because you love this community and you love your people and you want to see people change. You want to invoke some thought. You want people to read more, self-educate, be aware, participate, and you want conditions to be better. But I'm so sick of seeing all the damn, not all of them, but a lot of black conservatives only talk about race and only criticize what's not happening in the black community, but can't seem to find their way into the black community. But somehow you can stumble your asses to CPAC from all over the country. It's amazing to me. It's absolutely amazing to me. But I will not leave out. I will not leave out. And again, I don't give a damn if you don't like it. And you are still B.I.G. in my book on the K.I.R.P. radio show. I will not leave out the large portion of individual American citizens out there who does not give a damn about the black community nor what happens in the black community past a news cycle, whom are not black. I will not leave you out because you're just as at fault as the black folks that live in those communities who don't know what's going on. You're just as much as at fault as, as, as the black people who knows what's going on in those communities and only can talk about it to get a little bit of love on social media. People eat that crap up. People love to see you beat down someone that looks like you. So, so, so you're part of the problem in your damn selves. We have to start offering solutions because there still lies people like this teacher in Camden who are talking to these young, impressionable white children in their classroom that they feel so comfortable around, comfortable enough to tell these children, if I had 10 days to live, I would go on to killing black people spree. I'd hunt down me some niggas and I'd shoot them, I'd shoot them, I'd shoot them. See, we don't know how she delivered that message. We don't know what she really said. We don't know verbatim what she said. All we know is that it happened, and one brave soul reported it to her mom. What, let, me, let, me, let me put the race out there, because there's a lot of people thinking there was one little black child in the class. There was not one black child in that class. This was a little white girl, okay? She went and told her mama, mama, this is a racist-ass teacher we got in this classroom. You know what she said? Here's what she said. The mama said, well, did she really say that? Yes, she said that. This is serious. Yes, she said it, mama. I know what she said. I was there. All right, we're going to report her ass so we can get her up out of there, because we don't believe like that. See, contrary to popular belief, folks, all white people ain't racist. Woohoo! <laughs> you know? All white people don't hate black people, by the way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's time that we self-educate ourselves. It's time that we call each other out on what we do and our failures and the things that we say it's time that we exercise, yes, our freedoms of speech, folks, but in a far more responsible manner than what we have in the past. I'm not saying to my black conservative friends, I'm not saying that you can't talk about race. I'm not saying that you can't laugh about a shucking job if you like. You can say what you want to say and do what you want to do. I'm not saying that you can't talk about the failures in the black community without being criticized. Knock yourself out. Talk, talk, talk to you blue in the face and can't talk no more. That's your right to do that. That's your God-given right to do that. You can do and say what you feel. Absolutely do and say what you feel. I could care less. But we have to be more responsible in what we are doing. If you want to take the approach to criticize your own people and what they're not doing, at least be able to offer a solution. And don't give me that bull crap about, oh, every time I go there, they call me Uncle Tom because of what I believe, because you're full of shit if you do that. Pardon my language, folks. My apologies. 
But the truth of the matter is, if you believe that crap, and if that only that stops you, you never intended to make a difference in the first place. Can you imagine what Martin Luther King would have done? And I know everybody throws Martin Luther King's name out there. Excuse me, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. Everybody throws his name around and talk about what he would do and who he was and what his political side was and what his views was and blah, 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 they blah, blah, blah. I get it. My point in saying his name is can you imagine what it would have been like or maybe possibly what the world would be like if he gave up every time he probably wanted to give up in the natural. See, if your mission is what you say your mission is, if your mission is spirit and love led, if your mission is God sin, there's no way you can give up. There's no way. You know how many times in the past four years I've wanted to call it quits on KRP radio? You know how many times I just wanted to stop and do something? Do you know what my Sunday nights could be like or my Sunday afternoons when I'm, research, afternoons when I'm researching or, 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 or the time that I spend when I'm reading all these articles and I'm skimming through social media and I'm reading these updates that I get? And it's not about me, man. It, look, look, it's not even about me. There's thousands of people out there who want to give up every time it gets tough or every time someone calls them a name or every time perhaps they're not appreciated. There's millions of people out there who wants to give up. But you know what? They don't. And that's the beautiful thing about a mission. That's the beautiful thing about completing something. That's the beautiful thing about going hard. That's why I always use that mantra, hard work looks good. I tell my kids that, right? I tell my players that. I tell the kids that I train that, adults that work for me that. I tell everybody that hard work does look good because on the other side of hard work, there's something beautiful about it. And even if people don't see it, see, a lot of the times people aren't, they're not going to see the hard work. Because, see, you know what happens in society, especially today? This is a microwave society. This, this is the type of society where people don't think you should have to work hard anymore, you know? People don't think you should have to do anything to achieve anything anymore. You know, everything's given. Even school is given to a lot of these students out here. Even degrees are given. Degrees can be bought and purchased and hung on the wall, and people will feel proud about those degrees that they bought and purchased as if they really went out and achieved those. So this is the type of society that we live in today. This is the type of society where people who don't have any skill, and I'm not talking about the minimum wage right now. I understand. I do believe that the minimum wage needs to go up in some circumstances and, and in some jobs. I understand that, right? Especially general and very excruciating uh, 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 hard labor, especially in those jobs. I understand that. Because I'm out here in the community, I'm out here with the culture, I'm out here in society, and I, my, my, I don't have any blinders on my face, right? I just don't support a, a, a blanket legislation of increasing minimum wage because economically I understand what would happen. Inflation would eat it up alone. It would look good on paper but not look good in your pocket, okay? I understand that. I know what budgets are like. I know what P&Ls are like. I know numbers. I work with them every day to the tunes of millions of dollars. I understand what happens. But anyway, I'm getting off track. Y'all, y'all forgive me for that. But listen, when it comes to your hard work in this society, people don't get it. People don't see it. They, they instantly hate the millionaire. You know, I, I happen to know several mil- millionaires out here. You know, people who have stories like I lived on the street or I, I spent all my, my, my mom's money. I spent my inheritance. I, I spent, I borrowed money. I, I did this. I did that. I worked these jobs, three, four, and five jobs. I took a chance. I invested. I went hard. I studied. I believed in myself. You know, the whole Tyler Perry thing. And, and that's not even my guy. But I respect his moves. I, I, I respect what he's done. I get it. I see the hard work that he put in. But in this society, people hate the millionaire instantly. They hate the guy with the nicest car in in the city, maybe. 
the, the nicest car on the block, maybe. Hell, even the nicest car on the street. You know, if it's something that's not even attainable by these by, by certain individuals, they hate it instantly. And they hate it because they want it a lot of the times. I want the outcome if it's hard work, but they don't even know the hard work that was put in. So in this society, I see how people think the way they do. I see why people act the way they do. Because it's all about love. People are loveless today. I want you, I, I challenge, and, and you listen to the KRP radio show, man, 619-638-8559. I'll get to a call in a second. Hit number one if you have a comment, and we'll get to you in a minute. But I see the challenges that my children face, man, because I face those same challenges. You can't be uh, 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 an individualist in this society today, you know? And, and I'm, I'm not talking about an individualist to the sense of, 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 of being homosexual, perhaps, because there's a low, low percentage of people that are homosexual compared to people that are heterosexual. I get that. You know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even speaking on your sexual orientation. I'm not talking about that. I'm totally against that. I'm a believer in Christ Jesus, my Lord and Savior. Jehovah Jireh is my God. I don't, I don't d- despite of what you might hear me say, those are my beliefs. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Those are things that I believe. Those are things that I know are true. So I'm not even talking about the, the, the homosexual side of things. That's a total different thing. I just want to put that out there because I feel that right now. I feel that maybe there's someone listening and they're like, okay, I get what he's saying. So I'm not talking about that. I just want that to be known. And if that's where your mind is, when I say you can't be an individualist, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about an independent thinker. So you, in this society today, you're ostracized for saying, I don't think minimum wage for everybody or, or an increase in the minimum wage for everybody is the thing to do, right? I'm highly criticized for that. Or I don't think that homosexual people should be legally married by the powers invested according to the state of such and such, right? I, I, I'm an individualist in that point because I don't believe that. And, and for that matter, I don't believe in redefining the, the definition of marriage. I'm getting on my soapboxes here, people, but it is what it is, right? So I, I, don't, I don't believe those things. So those things make me an individualist. Like, I don't believe that the government can provide for us, people. I don't think that the government can give us any damn thing to make us better. Okay? I don't believe that people should be able to lean on and live on per, for a permanent basis on the federal government and be all right, because history shows me different. Common sense tells me different. I see different, and economically, it simply does not make sense. So those things make me an individualist, and because of those things, because of me being an individualist, people will call me off. They call me crazy, uh, 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 insane, this guy, or I, I don't get it. And, and 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 I see, I see the future, man. And and I and I pray. God knows I pray about it. And 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 I and I, and I give God thanks for for all people out there who don't know how to pray. I don't even know why this is on my heart. It is what it is. But for everybody out there who does not know how to pray, and I can't remember the steps to give you a one through five step, but I can tell you this: when you guys begin to pray, the very first thing that we should do is acknowledge God. For his divinity, acknowledge God for 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 his supernatural power, his, his his grace and mercy. And then the next thing we should be doing is thanking him before we go into thanking him. Let me say that louder. We should be thanking him before we go into what we're praying for and what we want and what we hope and wish and would like him to do. All right, but anyway, just had to get that out. So I, I, I see the future, man, and, and and I pray on it and and I'm always thinking about it, and, and, and I'm not worried in some some regard I am, but I'm, I'm not really worried, but I'm more concerned because the future for an individualist will probably mean death in the next 25 to 30 years. And that might be extreme. Okay, I've been called extreme too. That, that might be extreme, but you got to look at what's going on in this society. Now, this teacher, again, going back to this this teacher in Camden, North Carolina, uh, while she may be an individualist in saying 
you know, basically I want to kill a bunch of black people. If I had 10 days to live, I'll kill a bunch of black people. But what she's saying is I would like to kill a bunch of black people if I could get away with it or if I could or if I know that there was no future for me. Okay, that's what she's saying. See, those aren't the same things. While she might be an individualist, this is a this is hate speech. And I think it's important that we understand what freedom of speech is and what hate speech is and what responsible being responsible in our speaking is as well. And what I try to teach my kids because I'm looking into the future, I try to teach them to be individualists through love, okay, the understanding of God and love, okay, and also the understanding of society and people. And people aren't perfect. I still love that lady who want to kill a bunch of black people. I still love her. I don't hate that lady at all. Not, not, not a, a, a not man, not a, a, a mustard grain uh, <laughs> percentage amount of bone in my body hate or blood in my body that hates that woman. I, I could, I'll give that lady a, a hug and a big kiss too. She'll be washing the face forever. But uh, you know, so these are the ways that I try to raise my children. These are the things that we talk about, and even when they don't realize, these are the things that we're talking about. Those are the lessons that I try to give them in, in encouraging them to be, you know, individualists and in what they believe and what they say and how they feel. Like you don't have to go along with the crew because the minute you go along with the crew, the crew is going to lead you to death and destruction anyway, because that's how the system is designed. That's how the system is set up. It's important that we know that, especially going forward. So if you look at everything that I talked about tonight, and I know I probably went off in a rant or a tangent, but I'm always expressing the way that I feel, despite if people like it or not. It's important also, shout out to my conservative folks out there, right? Especially my black conservatives who believe and lean like me. Shout out to you guys. It's important also that we understand, and I include myself, it's important that we understand that while we may know a little more about politics than status quo, white or black or whatever you want to call it, if, because we're in the game or that's what we choose to, to, to spend our quality time in. But, but while we seem to be from the black community and some of us may have done better than others and some of us might not have a pot to piss in. But anyway, while we seem to understand the culture and society for our people and what happens in the neighborhoods, we also have to be responsible and we have to be individualist in our approach and not get so caught up in only talking about the negatives of our communities and the things that aren't happening in our communities and the things that black folks just won't do that we say. It's important that we, that we stand still and we stand alone. And while we talk about those things and, and we shine the light on those things, it's important that we stand up and go, but whoa. This is also happening, right? There are people in the community who are doing this. It's also important that we be individualists and we stand still alone and point out the positives of those communities as well. Because the positives, one thing that I know for sure about anything in life, anything in general, the positives always outshine the negatives, right? If you read your Bible, it says in, in the beginning there was there was nothing, and and then God created, you know, there was void and or darkness or whatever you want to call it, and God brought light to the situation. He brought positive to the situation. He brought love to the situation. He brought spirituality and goodness to the situation of void and darkness. So there's enough void and darkness that we could talk about, folks. There's a lot of that. We could shine the light on that and point at it and talk about it and be dark with it. But it's also important that we shine the light on the positives that are happening in our communities as well. And that's see, see, a lot of people get it twisted because that's not neglecting the negatives. That's not neglecting, is it? It's, that's not overshadowing it. But see, there's a degree of people, going back to this teacher again, there's a degree of people who don't know about anything outside of their own situation, you know, other than what's put on display. So if you look at TV, what's put on display is stereotypical, stereotypically is negative uh, when it comes to the things in traditional black communities or with black people. Not all the time, but a lot of the times it is. And it's not white directors. It's not blue, green, red directors. It's all directors, even black directors. Right. OK, so 
these are the things we see, and those things are relative to people. So if we're not the individuals who that we love and we're not the individuals that we say we are, I think it's best that we be quiet and allow people who want to shine some positive light on those situations talk. I, I think it's important that we reach out to people who don't look like us. It's always important to communicate and say, hey, you know what? How you doing today? You know, I always say on this show, before I, before I close this show, I always say, you know, communication is the key. And you can never get your agenda across or you can never talk about the things that you believe are important or that matter to you or that matter in society in general. You can't talk about those things if you don't first say hi. Right. It's election time right now. And. Folks are going to go out. And they're going to vote for who they feel is the best candidate. And people are going to vote based on few things. They're going to vote based on their party, party beliefs. Despite how much you talk about it, they're going to vote based on their party beliefs. It is what it is. It's just something we're going to have to live with forever. They're going to also vote based on who had the best television ad. (laughs) As ludicrous as that sounds, that's the truth. I, but why I, I do think that there's a place for television ads and, and there's an importance in those television ads because I think it should prompt people, especially in today's society, it should prompt people to study more. It should prompt people to look into their candidates. It should prompt people to research the things that these ads are talking about. But you got to research deeper than surface level. And you got to research on or, or, or within places who don't politically align themselves with those commercials. Okay. The best that you can. So people are going to vote on the party line. They're going to vote on commercials. Uh, they're going to vote on, <laughs> and, and this is probably insane, but they're going to vote on people who uh, best look like them, or or if they don't look like them, they're going to vote for people who uh, are around folks that look like them the most, right? That's probably the most ludicrous thing, but it happens. And the reason it happens is because it's all relative. People vote for folks there they feel comfortable with, for good or bad. So in life, we also do the same things. We click with people who we're comfortable with. We talk to people who we're comfortable with. We we chill with, we eat with, we sit with, sleep with, date with. You know, all those things are relative, man, and 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 this whole situation in Camden, I know I've been all around the world and back, but it all ties together. This whole situation in Camden, you know, that big news media outlets, this the Cynthia Ramsey lady, math teacher in North Carolina, Camden County, you know, all these things are relative because we don't care until it affects us personally. If you take nothing away from this show today, Nothing away. You got to remember that it's up to us to communicate, 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 because and I, people are probably sick of me saying that everywhere I go speak. I'm always talking about communication and, and hell, some of the times I'm not good, a good communicator myself. That's why I know it's one of the, the, the most important things in life, because when I fail at communication with people that I love or that are around me, life sucks for me, too. So can you imagine a society who doesn't communicate well with people, not only within their community or or, or that are, that are sur- surrounding them, but who don't communicate well with people who are outside of 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 their life or outside of their reality? And and this is what's happening. This woman, this teacher in Camden, North Carolina, she hates black people apparently, according to her own words, because. No one or somewhere along along the way in her life has not communicated, communicated, excuse me, I'm being lazy. <clears throat> Someone has not communicated that black people are humans just like she is or are human just like she is, right? So somehow she lost the understanding that God loves black people too, like God made black people too. Somehow she lost that. She doesn't get that. And maybe she doesn't care. I don't know. Uh, 
people talk about folks who look like them. Uh, people, black folks talk about the black community because somewhere along the way, the communication line was broken. You know, there are a lot of black conservatives who hold in their heart when they were called Uncle Tom, house nigga, or, 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 or any other thing under the sun. There are a lot of black people who feel some sort of hatred towards other black people who don't politically or socially align themselves the same with them. There's a lot of hate there because somewhere along the way, the communication went bad. <clears throat> There's a lot of white people who don't like black people. There's a lot of black people who hate white people because along the way, the communication lines were broken or never established in their world. So this is real. What I'm what I'm telling you guys, like th- this stuff is real out here. And if we don't get better in communicating and being individualist in communication, it being the one person in the room that says, you know what? I'm going to go over and shake this guy's hand because he looks like he might need somebody to talk to or because it's simply the right thing to do from someone who entered the room with them. You know, a friend of mine says, man, you speak to everybody. I said, hell yeah, I do. I'm quick to speak to everybody because you never know who needs that high. You never know who wants to blow their own brains out of their head. You never know what people are going through. <clears throat> so sometimes that, hi, how you doing, man? My name is such and such and such. How are you doing today? Sometimes that little bit of communication can take their mind off the most horrible things and maybe possibly even change the direction of their life. You never know. For all married people out there, people who are in a relationship, I'm going to leave y'all with this, and i got to close the show. I'm over my time. If the communication isn't that important, and if communication was not real, how in the hell would you ever meet someone that you call your lover? How would you even meet them and understand them? Because Somewhere, whether you lost it or not, whether you exercised it today or not, somewhere along the way, you had to communicate. You had to talk to each other. You had to understand each other in order for it to work and get to the point of where you are now. So if you don't believe that communication is real, if you don't believe what I'm saying is true, I challenge you, man, to just, you know what? I don't even want people to do that, man. I, I don't even want, I don't even want, I don't want to bring that pain in your lives. Yeah, you know, I, I don't want people, I was going to say, I, I challenge you guys to just shut down and don't speak to anybody at work or in your household for 24 hours. But you know what? That's what they do to prisoners. I don't want somebody to be a prisoner in their own mind just for the sake of an experiment. The best I can tell you guys is that communication is the key. Communication is definitely a form of love. You got to exercise that love, baby. Got to communicate. Got to show some love out there. Even to the teacher in Camden County. What's her name again, folks? Okay, hey. Cynthia Ramsey. Shout out to Cynthia Ramsey. You are B-I-G in my book. I think I'm going to write her a letter. Not an open letter. I think I'm going to write her a letter and tell her how much I love her. And I'm going to send her a picture of my ugly black mug. You crazy. I ain't ugly. My mama think I look good. My kids love me, too. They might call me ugly sometimes. But anyway, thanks, everybody, for listening to the KRP Radio Show, man. Didn't get to any commercials. Maybe we'll get that back in. I didn't get to my other show, uh, other topics. I'm sorry. We'll try to get that next week. But most important, I got to let you guys know this right here. Next week on the show, cut the music for one second. I know we're over. Just, just cut the music for one second. All right, listen. Next week on this show, we're going to have a legend by the name of Bill Duke legendary actor, okay, legendary activist in some regard, uh, director, producer, writer, uh, this guy's awesome. We're going to bring Bill Duke on, and he's going to talk about his book, he's going to talk about his latest movies, he's going to talk about his sitcoms, and I think it's important because what he's talking about is something that we all talk about today. What he's talking about in his pieces and, and the things that he wrote are something that we all talk about today all right we're gonna talk about for dark girls shout out to all my dark girls out there shout out to all my light girls shout out to all my in-between girls my brown girls shout out to my brother bill duke who will be on the kirp radio show with me next week and shout out to all you guys for listening to the kirp radio show baby you are big in my book check us out on facebook facebook.com backslash kirp radio show check us out on itunes 
just Google us, man. You guys know how to find us. KRPRadioShow.com, at KRPRadioShow on Twitter, at NC Pudgy on Twitter. That's me. Just a shout-out to everybody, man. I appreciate you guys. You are B.I.G. in my book. I am out of here. One love. K-I-R-P Radio! Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real. Only gon' recognize, still, still. I reckon I will. Like we always do with this time. I go for mine. I get to shine. Now throw your hands.